Welcome to the Liberty Block. I'm Elliot Axelman. We are joined today by Mr. Chet Peters, a co-founder of Fake Mask USA at fakemaskusa.com. Chet, thank you very much for being with us today. Appreciate you having me, Elliot. Yes, sir. So before we get started, is there an image you could show? Do you have an image of the fake mask? Because that is what drives the point home and makes it so simple. Uh, I mean, I could put one on. So we've got a couple of versions. Do you, I mean, did you want me to send you like a hard, hard image, like an actual high res image? Or is this just for the Yeah, even if you like just put it right on. Now? Yeah, if you put it on, that would <laughs> okay. help people understand so well, easily what it is. So there's two versions. I'm going to have to cycle through them, but this one's incognito. So this is the one that you would wear to go to the store if you just don't feel like being confronted. Um, nobody really says anything when they see this. And you can see through it, which is makes it obviously why it's breathable, but it's just enough shade that nobody really engages you, right? So for the other customers, um, we have what's called a uh, offensively fake mask, and this is the one that you would wear <laughs> if you just wanted to, uh, if you just wanted to uh, make a point. You know, this is a statement right here. It's saying basically this is my cloth mask it's covering my mouth and my nose and there's nothing more than you can say about it then it's there so from here to me it looks it looks like it may actually be nothing there but there is mesh oh, really very, very thin. <laughs> yeah okay hold on i shut off my thumbnail but let me see if i can get it better yeah okay. so it, it is i mean it's technically there and you can definitely see it in person uh <laughs> Yeah, when you're in person, you can see it. It makes a statement, that's for sure. People like, will look at you. They almost will... like when a, when a teenage girl might tell her mom, mom, there's technically something there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I know the bra is thin, but technically it exists. Um, yes, this is the bare minimum that yeah. you could possibly do. And it's kind of a, I don't know, I'm not allowed to cuss on this thing, am I? Huh? It's an F you to, to yeah. the people that are trying to, I think some people are just in the business or not the business, but they really have a thing for, telling other people what to do. And this, these mandates have given people like the higher ground is at least as far as they're concerned to be able to point the finger at different people and scold them for being wrong. Um, this is a perfect tool to combat that type of individual. And which state do you live in again? Ohio. Ohio. So I assume yeah. like every state you had mass mandates. Um, so yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, all the way down to the city level, city governments are having coming up with their own mandates. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't think that we're the worst of the States. I think probably uh, what's California seems to be the worst of all the States. Um, and then New York city obviously is a shit show in uh, um, Chicago, but we're selling nationwide. So yeah, we did have mandates, which is where the idea came from, you know? So you started this. When did you start Fake Mask? Uh, I want to say December, maybe December of 2020 would have been our first Fake Mask sale. Um, and it, we just kind of started as a joke. We built it, you know, we, we were pretty uh, capable businessmen. So we, we built the website in about a day um, and then we launched it and started running ads and uh, they were immediately successful. But that was December. Of last year. So it seems like you're not very patient. You only waited a year. They said it'll take 15 days. You only waited <laughs> a year. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wish I would tell you what, I wish I would have came up with the idea earlier, man. Um, Cause it's just, I mean, they're selling, they move. People love this product. It's a great product and, and they are moving. And, you know, I can only so, sell so many so quickly. 
just because the platforms are being canceled on it, almost every website platform that is out there. But uh, of course, yeah, I saw your your latest ad on Facebook says over a quarter million sold. Yes, <laughs> is that of the mask or total product? Yeah, uh, of of the mass, um, yeah, quarter million is a little bit of hyperbole. We're probably at one hundred fifty thousand right now, um, cool. just for full transparency. But you know, marketing is marketing, so we had to. There's a little bit of social proof that we're trying to put out there. People are definitely buying these things in absurd quantities. Yeah, and they're so giving what is to the, the face mask sell for? Uh, fake mask. Uh, if you buy a one pack, eight ninety nine. Cool. Um, and we go all the way up to a 10 pack, which is something like, I want to say $25. So it averages out to five bucks, roughly $5 a, a mask. And then, um, of course we're selling all kinds of swag, which I don't have. Oh, I do have some, we just got brand new sh- uh, shirt drop. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, viewers. This is our cancel these nuts shirt. We just launched. <laughs> so this thing we, <laughs> We're waging a war on cancel culture. I mean, it's just the whole culture thing that we're starting over here. That's awesome. So I actually, I got so upset a few months ago when the gyms were closed because I, yeah. I've been to fitness my whole life. Um, I'm a personal trainer, but I've been doing martial arts and powerlifting my whole life since football. Um, and when the gyms were closed, but every other kind of shop was exempt, the governor exempted every single thing in the universe, but besides gyms, so right. the gyms were exempt from the list of exemptions. And I, I, uh, you know, messaged him and he, he didn't answer and uh, the gyms were closed, but everything was considered essential from grocery stores to bicycle repair shops and other stores and gardening. Everything was essential besides gyms, which yeah. is kind of like the place that keeps you the most healthy in the world. Cause it, it, yeah, the, the lack of, of uh, exercise and fitness is what kills the most people in the world. Heart disease, obesity kills the most. So I actually made shirts, I guess, before you, I made shirts like eight months ago and it says uh, gyms are essential. Fitness is essential. You know, don't cancel the gyms. Um, I don't know if it had as quite as many curse words as yours on it, but it was, it was pretty strong, like a big F you to the canceling of gyms. Cause I was upset. And I said, uh, these gains are essential and, and yeah. I have my Liberty block website on it. Yep. That's awesome. Did they, did they move? No, I only made one for me. And I think one for a friend. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and, you know, cause I don't have, I don't have that infrastructure you have as far as a store or anything. I don't we really have talk. a store. <laughs> um, we could talk. You should. It looks like you get a lot of traffic to your blog, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah doing, thank you. You're doing a really good job. Thanks. But you know, I thought it wouldn't be relevant and it takes weeks for this to happen, you know, a custom shirt. And I thought in a few weeks <laughs> yeah. it'll be over. Cause I believe Fauci when he said 15 days to slow the curve. Right. Yeah. But now it's well, been like a year and a half. So. Yeah. It's like what, there was a meme that was like, what, what was, what are you wearing for the one year anniversary of the 14 days to cancel the curve or to, to lower the curve or something? Yeah. Uh, asinine, asinine governing on all levels of government in, in terms of what they're doing with the coronavirus and the gyms are, are took the worst hit. I think bars obviously took the, it's a lot easier to defend a gym than it is to defend a bar, I guess. But you know, those there's people that are career servers, career bartenders, 40, 50 years old that have been doing it for 30 years. What else is that person going to do? And you just wipe out, wipe out their income right from under them. And they lose their home and now they're homeless and now they can die. Oh yeah. Fuck them though. You know, I got, I got a governor's mansion. So fuck them. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So how is, is governor DeWine? It's Mike DeWine in Ohio, right? DeWine's actually Republican, um, which is based on his policy is ridiculous to, to think about, but uh, his overreach was, was insane. Um, You know, I mean, he was responsible. He was the one that was making the mandates to close the gyms, to close the uh, um, bars, to close the restaurants. Um, I mean, it, my business should have been closed, you know, like 
if I, if we were to follow the, the, the state of Ohio sent out mandates and they gave a list of here's what is technically an essential business. And, uh, you know, of course your corner store boutique wasn't on there, but right. The guy that's just trying to make a living by selling t-shirts in the corner of like the posh part of town, but you could go to Walmart, you know, get your clothes there. Um, I don't think that he could have done any, well, I guess he, he could always do a worse job, but, uh, as far as interfering with business, and that's the most thing that I'm really concerned about is, you know, just people being able to make a living. Uh, he had extreme government overreach. Yeah, it seems like everyone, this is one of the issues that there was no difference between Republicans and Democrats. Usually Republicans generally support more freedom and less tyranny. But in this case, besides for Noam and eventually DeSantis, every Republican governor, including Chris Anunu, who was a good Republican. He was always very, very pro-liberty, almost libertarian. He went total fascist dictator tyrant, just like the rest of the governors as soon as yeah. this started. I don't think that you can, you know, that's almost predictable, right? And to say that, to, when, when you say that, that mostly, you know, Republicans are usually pro-freedom, pro-rights. Um, they're only saying all of these things because I think that they're trying to just continue having support of the people that are voting for them. And it's all bullshit. It's all talk. It's all about money and it's all about power. And all this whole thing did was give them an excuse to soak up more power and I'll be damned. They don't want to give it up. Amazing. Right. The power drunk. They're, yeah. they're intoxicated on power. And that's what I'm seeing from Sununu and almost every governor. And that's why I'm so proud of Christy Noam, who apparently never had any lockdowns or mask mandates. And she said multiple times, it's not on, it's not for me to determine which business is essential because literally every business is essential to them. Because if you don't work, again, I know people on the left don't understand this, but you and I understand if you don't work, you don't have money. If you don't have money, you can't put food on the table and like pay your mortgage and then you go homeless and starve to death. So well, that's pretty yeah. essential. But that's not fair. I mean, Jeff Bezos has so much money that he should just be giving it to us, you know, like yeah. this is bullshit. We're, we're all entitled. <laughs> we're all entitled to a house and food. Yep. It's yeah. amazing the entitlement. People don't realize if, if you can't work, you go bankrupt. You know, you, you can't have a house. It's that simple. So every job is essential. And I, I hadn't even thought about it that much until Christy Noah mentioned that. Yeah. So that's amazing. So you mentioned that you've been thrown off some of the social medias and, and the actual domains that host their website. Constantly. Yeah. I mean, it's not. So actually, we're having a really good run right now. Uh, fakemaskusa.com is our third URL that we've gone through because our, you know, the URLs get canceled by the, the different platforms that we use. So e-commerce is uh, basically having an online store is what we're talking about here. Um, there's a few ways to have it, create an online store. And the easiest of which, you know, is, you know, you go through a platform, Shopify, big commerce, Squarespace. There's a number of uh, just kind of drag and drop, you know, click here, create your website overnight type uh, resources that are available. Shopify immediately just canceled us. I mean, they didn't even give us a reason. They were just, this is too edgy for us and, and you're not allowed to use our platform. So there it goes. There goes fake mask.com, right? So then the fake fake mask came up and that was, I think we were using a platform called Weebly and uh, that one also got immediately shut down and canceled. So now, you know, we had to do a significant amount of research to find like an open source platform that would allow us to basically sell things that are, are not illegal, I'll, I'll mention. Like we're not selling anything illegal. It's actually a joke, right? But it's not um, not right crime, but, but in a sense, it's a corona fascism crime, which is the worst class of crimes in the world people yeah. you can commit murder and you can get out on bail or, or get out with you know no bail 
or personal recognizance in a day for like a murder charge. But yeah. if you violate Corona fascism, social distancing, you might actually stay in jail for like a few months. So it actually is the worst kind of crime in the world. But just questioning Fauci, questioning the CDC, it is the, the most unacceptable thing to do in the world nowadays. It's not acceptable by society what people like you do. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud to be, have the stance that I have and now have the voice that I, that we have, you know, like our reach has gotten, you know, we're selling a thousand masks a day and those customers now, you know, you can't buy a mask without giving me your email address. Cause I need to send you a confirmation. So now I'm, I have this email list that uh, I can directly communicate with these people. And that's, it's extremely powerful, you know? I mean, now I'm not relying on big tech to communicate. Of course, Google could cancel us, I guess, but they can never get rid of that I, the, the fact that I have these email addresses. I can now talk to my customers. Well, an email list is great. And that's, I know that's like the ultimate thing of marketing, but, but if you use something like MailChimp or something like that, couldn't they cancel you? Because every company at every single stage of the chain it's canceling people like you and me, right? So yeah. I'm afraid, I don't know if we use MailChimp or a different service now, I think. But... Uh, drip drip and MailChimp, yeah. Yep. There's, so... there's backups, we'll figure it out. There's, we're always gonna, it's like guerrilla warfare, you know? Like we're never gonna be completely canceled. We just, we just have to factor that cost of dealing with these different obstacles into the cost of doing business. And you mentioned that Facebook also took you down? Oh yeah, several times. Um, you know, Facebook is a great, a great method of running paid ads because they, you can be very, very targeted and specific. Unfortunately, like everybody, they will, they will cancel you like that. And then you don't even have any way of figuring out why exactly either. You can give you a very generic reason. Uh, and that, that happens on a weekly basis that we get our ads. Canceled. That's your page. They remove your page. Yeah. I mean, well, I think we have to, and so we've been setting up like ghost pages in order to navigate around the, the, so that we can keep putting ads up. But one of the ways that we skylined ourselves the last time is by like actually posting content to the Facebook page. So now not only are paid ads getting flagged by people that don't like them, but we're also like violating community guidelines when we post a meme of, you know, some sort of anti-mask, you know, we're just, we're just having fun really, you know, like if you follow any of the fake mask USA platforms like anything that we're putting out there yeah, it's very funny you guys have fun we're, we're just trying to make you laugh like we're not an angry fuck the government type brand you know of course that's how we feel but ultimately ultimately the only way to really get your voice heard on the internet these days with the, the way just that social media works is you got to have a meme you got to yeah. be making people laugh and yeah and there are a lot of good memes out there you know about yeah. covid of course they all have a nice little disclaimer underneath them courtesy of zuckerberg yeah. Yes. Yeah, true. Yeah. All of our stuff gets flagged with that same thing. I saw a meme the other day. It was, I guess, uh, Fry and Bender. And they said something about COVID. And he said, don't worry, right beneath this, you're going to see a good disclaimer with some more information. And sure enough, the meme was fact-checked. Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but only, only some of the memes are fact-checked. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so on the site, you, you showed us two of the products. You have I didn't realize you had an incognito mask that looks pretty legit, but you have one that looks totally yeah. like thin lingerie that doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else do you sell on the site? You have gators as well, right? Uh, yeah. So we do, we do have a real fake gator, which is actually a really cool product. Um, damn, I should have brought some in here. I'm a terrible salesperson. Uh, so it's just a, it's a face gator, but it's split like vertically and one side is mesh and the other side is like roughly a t-shirt material. So you do have like the real, you, you do have the ability to put on a real mask, which uh, which look, 
like when I'm in the hospital or something, I'll put a real mask on. You know what I'm saying? Like there are some areas where it's like, it's okay to wear real mask material. Um, but certainly not when you're at the gym and definitely not when you're like walking in the park outside. Right. Um, so the real fake gator. So obviously the three versions of the fake mask, the offensive one, the incognito one, the real fake gator. Oh, look at that. I got one. <laughs> so, oh, me, so for yeah, you can demonstrate, go ahead. I'll talk while you demonstrate. Okay. So you can wear the fake gator and it looks so thin that there's nothing there. And then the Karen goes to call the manager and, yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as they get the manager and the manager comes back, they'll see, they'll see yeah, so, the gator. Yeah. So this is the one I can breathe through. Right. And my, my ear, my ears piece is probably going to fall out, but yeah, so I can breathe through this side and then, yeah, as the manager's coming, just switching around now, that's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you confuse the Karen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've been using these things on fishing trips and stuff, even because it'll, it'll protect your neck from the sun, which, you know, the other masks aren't really going to do. So this thing's got multiple, multiple uh, uses. Yeah, that's an awesome Obviously, idea. I love that idea of the gator that has both versions in one. And it's interesting. Yeah. The gator lets you do that. Yeah, it's a great product. Um, and then the rest of it is just, you know, we're trying to, trying to generate revenue. Um and so obviously t-shirts, people, people like the t-shirts. We sell a number of uh, like decals. So these are like the most iconic images that we've ever used in our like marketing. Uh, this was probably the first one. This ad, this ad was like what put us on the map where it's just, just our guy Trey holding up a sign that says stop making dumb laws. Oh yeah. I saw that all over uh, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we spent so much money running these ads because they were, they were producing money, but um, you know, it's all about, we're, we're trying to get the name out there and we're, we're trying to um, really what we're trying to do is fund our, you know, anti-cancel culture movement, which is why you've, I don't know if you've seen our airplanes flying around or heard about our airplanes flying around, but. Not. Oh, really? Not at all. I'm surprised I didn't tell you about that. So yeah, no. one of the marketing things, you know, like we're talking about being canceled from different platforms, right? Um, you know, we got tired of being canceled. And one, one day my brother was just like, man, this is nonsense. Cause we get, we just got our new, our Facebook page canceled. And uh, he was like, you know what I'm about to do? I'm going to hire, we're going to hire a fleet of airplane banners and we're going to fly around the, the Facebook headquarters. And we're going to just talk shit about Mark Zuckerberg. And oh my uh, God. so that the, the idea kind of um, it evolved a little bit. So we moved away from Facebook and we went and tried to get more bang for our bucks. Facebook doesn't care about us, you know, like we're, they don't care. Um, so what we did is we started targeting all of the local Ohio, like public gatherings. So football, football games, the Indians home opener, we'll just fly them around. Sometimes we'll just fly five airplanes around downtown Columbus, just kind of as an awareness campaign. Um, but really, you know, what we do is we will fly a banner that basically says like Mike DeWine's a douchebag. And then we'll put, and then we'll put like fake mask USA.com on it. And, uh, and, but when we fly, when we, when we fly a fleet of airplanes, it's not just one banner. And so like, what it's a shock and awe approach. So we will, we will load the skies with all the airplanes that, that our company can, uh, can fly at any given time. God, I love capitalism. I, yeah. I didn't realize, <laughs> I thought it would be prohibitively expensive to hire airplanes and banners and everything. It is. I think you're probably looking at, you're, you're looking at about 500 bucks an hour per plane. Um, yeah. So you're like, you know, 1500 bucks will get you one plane over an event for three hours. 
Um, of course, we're hiring five to 10 of them. So we're, we're, we're spending anywhere between seven and $15,000 per event. Um, but we're, we're certainly not losing. I'll tell you, we're not losing money on this marketing campaign. It's people love it. I mean, no, the people that will half them hate it, half them love it. Right. But some people hate DeWine and some people love them, but the ones that hate them are like, hell yeah, man, screw that guy. And they come to our website and they buy stuff, you know, it's, it's, it's right there on the website that we are. Yeah. And I guess like it, it's harder to cancel. It's one more thing because Facebook can cancel you, but they can't cancel your airplane. They'd have yeah, to go to the individual person or pilot or charter company. And that's one more thing for them to have to cancel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we've, we're on record saying that you can't cancel airplanes. That's we're probably gonna have to make a t-shirt that says that because we're, we're building quite a name in Ohio. And I think we're planning to go national with it. Um, but if, if everything goes as planned and we can continue being profitable with the viral marketing airplane stunts, um, you won't be able to go outside and not see a fake mask USA airplane. That's, that's the goal. But then on the other hand, I feel like airplanes, because the FAA, it's kind of easy for the federal government to regulate them or control them and and shut them down, right? Because airplanes are something that that is very regulated heavily by the government already. So, yeah, I mean, I guess they could outlaw plane banners, but I I mean, I don't know how they could target our specific plane banners. I mean, if they say you're not allowed to cuss, then fine, then we... You know, we've run into that. So then we said Mike DeWine's a, a trash ball, right? So now we got to be a little bit more, uh, you know, especially like there's going to be kids around. We're not trying to fly cuss words in the sky and stuff. But um, yeah, I, I don't I don't think, I mean, that would be, of course, anything is possible, in which case we would have to, that would just be another method of us getting canceled and we would figure it out. And I promise you we would figure it out and we would, we would still own the skies by a blimp, you know? <laughs> It's going to blend. That's amazing. It's amazing. You're so like confident and ambitious and, and creative and just willing to adjust. And you got, you constantly have to adjust to what the other side is doing and always find something else to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the billboards, we wanted billboards, billboards won't let us, you know, we can't hire billboards. So we're just like, well, airplanes, man, let's hire some airplanes. And, and, and that's the ultimate, the ultimate thing that I got to in my book, I, by the end of the book, I realized that because of Corona fascism and, Roughly half the country is embracing it and half the country is very upset like you and I, but ultimately we're going to have to separate from them, right? Because there are people who, who really believe this. And I know a lot of people who believe in Corona fascism. They worship Fauci. I have the, the new Ten Commandments in my book of thou shalt worship Lord Fauci, thou shalt wear a mask at all times. They have, it's a new religion. It's a cult. And ultimately we can't convince everyone. We may convince some people. Some people will be offended. Some will be convinced. But ultimately, do you think we're going to have to separate and form our own parallel economy like Parler did to Facebook, maybe, or Rumble did to YouTube? Because ultimately, they're going to have, like you said, they own the billboards, maybe a few big companies on the billboards, and they'll shut us out from the economy. Ultimately, do we need our own companies for everything from billboards to chartered airplanes to banners to T-shirts to website hosting um, platforms? That way, we can at least associate with each other. Yeah, I I think what you're saying is more difficult to very be difficult to to accomplish. Um, What I think will happen is guys like us are going to continue to have to skirt the boundaries. Um, And if they skirt the boundaries enough times in a systematic direction, um, those skirtings will become like, okay, so so parlor, right? Are they profitable? Are they making money? I mean, are they? No idea. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it could have just been some guy that that went out and was like, "Man, I'm sick of this," and he and he invested a hundred million dollars in it. And it and I don't know, I'm not on Parlor. Are you guys on Parlor? A little bit. I don't do much of it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're we're all over Facebook because Facebook's very lucrative for us, you know. So it's almost like we we had to take that path of least resistance. Um, if I guess, have you ever like traveled outside of the city, go to a small town? Oh yeah. You can't even you can't even find a mask out there right now. Like you just, they're not, they're not in the grocery stores, not anywhere. It's almost like, cause I live in the city. I live in like Columbus, Ohio. Um, I, anywhere I go, I, I have to have at least an incognito mask just so I don't get looked at funny. Um, if you wear a mask in some of those like country, you know, rural areas, you're the one that's getting stared at funny. Right. So, I mean, it, it might just be a giant evacuation of rational and conservative people that are just leaving the cities and going to places like Texas or Indiana or, you know, outside of big cities. Well, that is the distinction. It's, it's the cities like New York city and it's the yeah. smaller towns where people like freedom more and they're more spread out. They have different ideologies. And that's why when we talk about secession and a national divorce, it's not as simple as, California sucks and New York is, is they suck and they're leftist and they, they love authoritarianism and, you know, Texas likes freedom. It's not that simple. It's about the cities within Texas versus the towns in Texas and same in California. The cities are very authoritarian. The towns love freedom. Like you said, they don't have any masks. Yeah. So for a, a secession, you know, a few years ago, we all thought that it was going to be a few states separating red and blue states, but it's not that simple. Every state has very far left authoritarian parts and very pro-liberty uh, parts of people who are like you and me who just want freedom to be left alone. And that's what makes it so complicated. I was, and there's someone who actually wrote a book, Tom Kemp wrote a book called The Two-State Solution for America. And he explains and he acknowledges that there's a divide. It's not about red versus blue states. It's about the small towns with normal people and big cities with Yankees who want to control your life and make you miserable because they're fascist communists. And he actually addresses that in the book and he explains how we can carve up the US without lines of states. But within certain smaller areas. Um, and he just spoke to me about his book. It's an ebook, but I'm trying to convince him to publish it on paperback. So hopefully we'll get it on paperback so we can all own the book and read it because it's it's very practical because that's the solution. We, you know, I'm in a, a pretty large town. It's not a tiny town, not a big city. So it's kind of somewhere in between. But even here in New Hampshire, because of dictator Sununu, we have almost everyone expects everyone to wear a mask. Finally, after like a year, he did not renew the mask mandate. So we don't have a statewide mask mandate. But a lot of cities still have mask mandates here, and, and my town has a mask mandate, I believe. And the stores, because they've been convinced by the politicians, the stores are still uh, – they're nervous about it, and they think there's liability on them if they don't have a mask mandate because then people could sue them if they get COVID, which is ridiculous. So the stores are going to keep – especially the big uh, chain stores will keep having mask mandates forever till Fauci says it's okay, which will be another 10 years. Yeah. So it's a big, it's a big issue, and I don't even know the solution other than – separating, like you said, creating our own parallel economy with all of our own stuff, our, our own institutions, and mm. ultimately separating from them because we need a national mm. divorce from the people who are control freaks. I would wonder what kind of geographical boundary you could put up to, to enforce though, right? I mean, you look at what's happening between California and Texas where you know, California policies have just annihilated that state. People are, people are, it's a mass exodus for tax reasons, for freedom reasons, for a number of reasons. And they're all going to Texas. And now Texas is starting to like lean towards a, a blue vote. And it's like, I mean, uh, you know, where's, 
it, it, you know that movie idiocracy it's almost like that we're, we're becoming outnumbered man i don't i don't know what the strategy is moving forward but rational free thinking americans are are starting to dwindle yep oh i'm, I'm a pessimist 100 percent i think <laughs> that that depending on the exact issue if it's you know masks or taxes or gun laws i think between like 60 and 99 percent of americans are authoritarian 99% of Americans don't want freedom. They want to control others. So you and I are maybe you know yeah. the 1% minority who actually want freedom and just to be left alone and live and let live. And, and like you said, even Texas is going to be blue in one or two more cycles. Austin is becoming one of, one of the most authoritarian cities. Um, probably the same with Houston, San Antonio, Dallas is getting there. So, But the small towns in Texas, I'm sure Amarillo is still good. I'm sure yep. towns that we haven't heard of are still the same as they've always been. And, and that's what, in his book, Hemp explains, you know, that it's about the small towns and, and there are ways to separate. It's a weird geographical line. It's not very straight, but we need to separate and, and just politically have our own laws so that, you know, they can visit our town, but our laws will be certain laws that will respect freedom. And, and even if Texas has a bad state law, that small town in Texas can nullify those state laws, maybe, or have their own independent area. And, and that's ultimately what we're going to have to do because... And the same with federally, you know, Wyoming eventually will have to nullify federal law if they don't want to live the way Biden wants them to live. And Wyoming doesn't want to live that way. The same with New Hampshire and Texas and maybe Ohio too. So ultimately we're going to have to do nullification from state to federal or maybe county to state. Like we've seen, I think a third of the counties are now second amendment sanctuary counties around the U.S. I'm assuming Ohio has some. I'm sure we do. Yeah. I don't, I don't really, I'm not too concerned in that area, if that makes sense to you, I think. <laughs> you just won't obey the laws anyway, right? Yeah, well, I don't have any guns, so yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, so we don't have to worry about that at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've had some voting accidents, so that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Um, well, you're describing quite the utopia, um, and I and I think, while you say you're pessimistic, I think that's almost optimistic. No, I'm to, a pessimist. Think... Don't, don't call me the O word. <laughs> <laughs> well, to think that we could actually pull that kind of thing off is, I... I mean, that's the height of optimism. I think that guys like you and I are going to have to keep our fucking heads down and wage a guerrilla war, almost like I'm doing right now and you're doing right now. And uh, we're just going to have to keep the flame burning. And, you know, our, our kids are going to be raised correctly. And the, the that type of person, as long as, as long as we are passing it off to the next generation, is never going to die. And I don't think that the war is going to happen in our lifetime. I hope it doesn't happen in my grandkids' lifetime. But... um no great thing can last forever. America will see the end of its days. Um, and Would you agree with me that people who are activists, who do anything in the freedom movement, if they're activists against corona fascism or, or they're uh, writers or podcasters like me or uh, you know, gun rights or tax, or tax rights or education rights, should they, would you agree with me that they should focus on maybe one or a few states and not focus on trying to take back the whole America and take back California because that's a lost cause? Uh, I would say in the short term. Yeah. And I would, I would focus on, you know, it's like you said with the second amendment, um, uh, what's the term I'm thinking? The Sanctuary uh, sanctuaries. Yeah. Uh, I would say the more localized, the better. Right. So like, I don't even, you don't even need to focus on the whole state. Like, let's just get, let's just get like one city, you know, like can, if we can just get that one, I don't know who the hell it would even be. I mean, there's, are there any cities that aren't democratic anymore? Any big like metropolises? That are every city, every city. They, are they all, they all are. Okay. Yeah. We're, yeah. I mean, it's like, oh man, it would be, yeah, you have me strategizing the next 
150 years though that's this is such a huge question to try and answer but yeah i guess man if i if we were really taking it seriously uh guys like us would i think maybe commandeer a small town which wouldn't be that difficult um and then uh probably you'd have to have some sort of transportation hub right like a one of the great lakes or a uh railroad system or sort of, you know, mad highways that go through it. And we would just have to, we could build our own city <laughs> that, that's and we'll start there. That's the ultimate solution. Yeah. We'll start there. So we'll be like the okay corral wild west again. And, uh, and we'll make them want to have to come to us instead of us having to come to their big cities and abide by their rules. We just have to make it more fruitful to be um, where, where we're operating our businesses. Yeah, well, we'd see with the net migration to Florida and Texas that our ideas are winning. When people actually yeah. vote with their feet, they're leaving New York and California and they're moving to Texas and Florida. Yeah. And same with New Hampshire, because we're, we're very free. People don't know about it. It's a big, it's the best kept secret. New Hampshire has the most freedom, the number one most freedom in the country of all the 50 states. They're the most overall freedom as far as uh, taxes, gun rights, education rights, business, everything. We actually have the most freedom in the country. Um, New Hampshire. Yep. Yep. And, and that, that's why I moved here from New York. Um, so people, a lot are moving to New Hampshire. A lot are moving to Florida because they have freedom and beautiful weather. And a lot are yeah. moving to Texas for the same reasons. Um, so we see that, that when people ha- actually have to put their money where their mouth is, which is the study of economics, where they actually have to do something, they vote for Florida. But when it comes mm. to virtue signaling, they wear the mask, they vote for, you know, policies of, of socialism. So they don't admit it. When it comes down to it, they want to live in Florida, but they want to vote for New York type policies, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I think it's and it goes deeper than virtue signaling. I think that the the welfare state and the government handouts, a lot of people are being bought. A lot of votes are being bought, um, which is weird because it's like the, the votes are being bought in the form of tax dollars just being diverted elsewhere, you know, but the uh, there's a lot of there's it's like, like the free college thing is the, is the, that's the most interesting one that I've seen the free college. Like we're going to pay off your, we're going to pay off your college debt. It's like, but as a guy that works like in the trades, you know, like we're, I'm also in manufacturing and I, I own several CNC machines um, as a guy that like hires a lot of blue collar, non, not, not college educated, educated, most definitely educated workers, but not college educated workers. They have zero debt. They're super skilled. They're very generously paid, um, but they're going to get totally screwed by these. If, if ever they were to be like, all right, $50,000 in student loan gone. Like why? It's, it's clear that they're buying votes. Of course. And it's a big slap yeah. in the face to people who, who either paid off their college debt, like responsible people or who yes. never went into college debt. I never really had college debt. My wife had college debt. She paid it off. And it's a big slap in the face if we also have to pay taxes to pay for everyone else's college. Yeah. But I do think it's going to happen. Um, I think in the next few years, federally, almost everyone, even Republicans agree that they should forgive student student loans. So I think it will happen federally of some student loan forgiveness and maybe even free college. New York state and a few other states, I believe, already passed free college for everyone making less than like 150 grand. Well, so, I mean, who owns the debt? Like, so I, I didn't, I went to school in GI Bill money, right? So like, I mean, I didn't, I've never had a, I've never had a student loan debt in my life, right? And, and I was, I hate to say it, but I kind of looked like that. It was like, that was my strategic advantage. That That's why I own a business now. You know, I had that extra like 30% of my income that would have been going towards paying this shit off was basically money that I was able to 
but it just route into, you know, entrepreneurship. Um, but if, if we're talking about canceling debt, if it's the government just paying a bunch of tax dollars to the banks, what a, what a disgusting, what a disgusting um, uh, proposal. You know, if, if the banks are just getting fucked out of the trillions of dollars that the students owe them, fine. I don't care, but the banks are going to care. It'll never happen like that. Never. Yeah. People are going to get screwed or me and you. Yeah. There's no such thing as a free lunch. So someone's paying. If that is forgiven, someone's paying either the, the creditors, the person who uh, should be paid the debt or taxpayers of the government. Now I think like 80% of student loan debt is owned by the federal government, but if they forgive it, that's essentially like them, you know, creating more money and uh, taxpayers yeah. pay one way or another. Yeah. You and I will end up paying. It right. rolls downhill. Yeah. So that's that seems on track with what the federal government has been and is going to continue to do is let's decrease or let's decrease our income <laughs> and then uh, increase the amount of shit we spend money on. Yeah. Terrible, and terrible business model. The dollar is plummeting, <laughs> but the good news is that with so many cryptos and gold and silver and things like gold backs, which is just like gold bills with a small amount of gold in them, like a thousand mm-hmm. of an ounce, there, there are so many alternatives now and crypto is obviously exploding. So yeah. people can avoid the dollar, which is being devalued by the federal government. So that's that's the good news. Uh, Red, they just, they just banned crypto in uh, maybe Turkey. I don't know. It was... And I could see that move being played here. You know, the federal the Federal Reserve is getting beat up by I have no doubt that, yeah. that the federal government would like to ban it and inevitably any day now will ban all crypto. Um, I'm surprised that- A, a mandatory happened. buyback like they did with the gold, you mean? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they might do what FDR did. Uh, I think they would just ban crypto or just take it or confiscate it. And the same with gold, they could do that as well. Um, but yeah, I would just keep some gold like, in your own house, like under your mattress, and <laughs> come and take it. Yeah, that's an idea for a T-shirt. Come and take, come and take the gold. Come and take the, the uh, <laughs> silver, crypto, fake masks. Come and take it. I have another good idea for you, and since I'm not doing it, you could do it. And I thought of this months ago. I think my dad thought of it. A gator or a fake mask that says this mask identifies as an N95 mask. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> have you thought of it? Uh, I, th- I think you might have pitched that to me last time we spoke on the phone. I've definitely heard it before, so I think it must have been from you because it's a very unique idea. Um, yeah, do it. Maybe. Again, again, I'm not, identifies as that. You know, I'm not a huge fan of, uh, of those masks that say things on them. I just think it's kind of not really for me. This thing speaks, this thing, it says enough. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it says enough. This is a big enough fuck you for me, but yeah. Uh, it's such a good statement. And it's so visually simple to understand. That's why it's such a good product. You see it, you instantly understand exactly what it's about. Yeah. Have you yeah, gotten man. comments when you go to the stores? Have you gotten good or bad comments about that? Um, so I don't actually wear this unless I'm shooting videos. This is not my, like, I don't, I, it's, I don't, I don't rock the offensive mask unless I'm shooting content to like promote the offensive mask. When I'm out in public, I'm, you'll, you'll never see me without any cognito. Um, have you gotten feedback from the others on your team or other friends or customers about oh um, yeah i mean so like you know there's certain there's a certain type of person that wears the the offensive one out in public you know i'm not that type of person but uh yeah i mean i've got guys guys that that have worn them or though everybody has that one corner store they go into that won't let you in if if you don't have a mask on um and so they're you know they're the type of people that 
it's just, it's a Tuesday, it's a Tuesday morning. They're on their way to work and they're just feel like trolling the lady behind the counter for a minute, you know? So they'll put this thing on and just be like, walk in there and just trying to get aroused, like see what the person says, you know? <laughs> but yeah, you definitely get comments when you're wearing the offensively fake mask one. Definitely. Yeah. I'd like to think that I would have the guts to wear it once in a while. Um, you know, it, it takes some balls probably, but it will be so funny. It will be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a time and a place for it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud to be the one supplying them. <laughs> Hell yeah. So how can people find out more about you and, and your uh, website, give your website again, and how can people follow you? Fakemaskusa.com. That's our URL URL for now until we get canceled again. Um, in which case, hopefully by then you would have bought something. And even if it's as, as simple as like one of our decals, just to, just to get on our email list, that's, that's how you would stay in touch. And, you know, like it says on the website, hundred percent of our protein proceeds are going to trolling the left, man. So like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going home buying Lamborghinis with all this money. I'm, I'm hiring airplanes. I'm flying them all over the place with the messages that the American people need to be heard. That's awesome. That, that is so yeah. cool. I, I think you're one of the most creative, innovative, ambitious, interesting uh, activists on the side of freedom that, that I've ever met. It's, it's incredible what you're doing with, with the airplanes and the masks and the, the t-shirt. <laughs> it's awesome. So a lot of respect. Hell yeah. Spread the word, man. And put, uh, yeah, put our link in the, in, in your uh, description and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, and check us out. Our, our, so we've got some hilarious videos on TikTok, um, which was another, that was another method of us um, trying to get away from the cancellations as TikTok was kind of like in this honeymoon phase where anything can go viral. Um, and so that was one of the things, and as like an older, you know, I don't even, I think I'm a millennial, I'm, but I'm an older millennial at least. Uh, so we didn't really know what the hell TikTok was about, but you know, like some of these, these guys that are working for us are younger and they were like, yo, we got to make a video. And we just went absolutely bonkers on it. And we went viral, you know? So our, our TikTok's got a huge following and all we, you know, we're constantly coming up with more funny videos. Anytime you want to see like the documentation of our airplanes and the public response to our airplanes flying around saying DeWine's a trash ball and stuff like that. Um, you can check it out on our TikTok. It's fake mask USA at fake mask USA. We also have an Instagram fake underscore mask underscore USA. Um, we also obviously are going to post all those videos there. Yeah, I don't have a TikTok and I don't even know how to use it. I'm not that young, but I'm going to check it yeah. out. I want to see those videos. Uh, a couple of them are on our URL, like on our, on our homepage, the fakemaskusa.com. A couple of the videos are just right there, like the highlight ones, the ones that we really like. Those those ones are going over pretty well just on our website. So Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This is Chet Peters, co-founder of Fake Mask USA. Any, any final words for the audience? Uh, keep fighting the good fight, man. And, you know, find some allies, you know, find somebody like me or, or Elliot and uh, let's join forces, man. So share your contact information. And, and uh, if anybody has any recommendations for that first small town that we're going to turn into the next Republican big city, then I guess let us know and uh, I'll fly some planes around it. That sounds like a good deal. Thank you so much, Chet, and we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, brother.